Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Fire and Soul podcast. It is Saturday, May 2nd, and it's the most beautiful day outside here in Southern California, where I live in Santa Monica. It's about 72 degrees. I'm about to take my pup for a play date with two new friends uh, that his puppy godfather has uh, set up for him, which is going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to do that in about an hour's time. But I wanted to hop on really quickly and share something that's really been on my heart the past couple of weeks, but specifically the past couple of days. As I've just, you know, noticed the power of momentum. And while this, this episode is called Dream Big, I'm going to give a framework that's really worked for me. And it's what I've been taught and been modeling after for the past couple of years that has allowed me to surrender to success in a way that is so fulfilling and so meaningful and so measured. And when I look back on where I started my journey, and for those of you who've been following along since day one, number one, thank you for being such a loyal listener. And two, you probably know a lot of my story, which is where it all began, right? I I dreamed of being a full-time television host <laughs> on any network and specifically extra if I got really brave and bold about it. And, uh, and then that dream came true, as you might have heard in last week's episode called Extra Gratitude. And looking at that journey and then finding myself inside Date with Destiny in December of 2017 with one intention in mind for that six-day seminar, and it was, I just want to turn my one minute weekly segment on extra, a show that I dreamed of being, I dreamed of being on for over 10 years before I got it into a full time television hosting role on that show. And I saw the Emmys and the whole thing, right? I was very clear about it. But on day four of Date with Destiny, a Tony Robbins signature event that he only offers one time a year here in the States, I got very clear that that dream was an old dream. It was a five-year-old little girl dream that was looking for significance and to know that I was worthy and enough and mattered and all those things that are very real for so many of us. But at a certain point in our lives, it's important to take inventory. Is that a current dream or is that an old dream? And was it even my old dream or was it my parents' dream, my grandparents' dream? Was it some of my friends' dreams? Did I get caught up in some concept of what I thought maybe going to law school or med school or becoming, you know, a realtor or a dentist or whatever that might have looked like for you? It was a dream that might not have even been yours. And now you're doing it and you realize, ah, that's an old dream. There's something new. There's something burgeoning. Maybe you are a corporate exec. Maybe you are a stay-at-home parent. And these COVID-19 times have really helped you to reflect on, well, wow, if I got really brave and super courageous, what else? 
could I be doing? So today's episode is all around, of course, dreaming big, but without momentum and little baby steps of bite-sized pieces of bravery at a time, because I've been saying here for a long time now, and I say it in all the programs that I run, action breeds clarity. And I'm going to share a little bit of my story as we dive a little bit deeper into this episode, but momentum, and let me give you the definition of momentum. The word momentum is defined as the quantity of motion of a moving body measured as a product of its mass and velocity, little bite-sized pieces of action at a time. And because you're listening to this show, you know that I don't believe in manufactured action or contrived courage. It's got to come from within. It's calling you. It's, as my my dear mentor and friend Joseph McClendon III would say, it's a lure. And if you're brave enough to listen to it without having it all figured out, it can lead you to your destiny. But it's that first piece, right? We're like, oh, it's so unknown. It's so uncertain. And I'm scared. And I've got all the fear and all the stories. So we're going to dive into that in a moment. But there's a framework where you could start to get that courage conditioned. And it is my momentum mastermind. And we are open for enrollment. And I say it here because many of you have listened to the show and just joined. I mean, it's a wildly affordable 90-day mastermind where we declare our top three outcomes at the beginning of the 90 days. And then there's a structure set up in place to hold you accountable and on track. Now, in our last 90 round, I think we were into the mastermind maybe two weeks and then COVID hit the US and everything was just sort of, you know, whoa, okay, now what's happening? And we had to pivot. But our pivot within that community that is so beautiful and thriving and so connected and so conscious, it was all around, well, where can we find more peace, ease and grace right now? And I got to tell you, when we had our closing celebration call just this past Monday, it was fairly epic beyond words to hear each person shares, not just within the 90-day time frame that they were so grateful that they had a community that they could go to, that the conversation and the vibration was higher in consciousness than the average person that maybe they would have a conversation with on the phone or FaceTime or Zooming or whatever we're doing right now as we're connecting virtually. And certainly more positive and optimistic and conscious than the news or something that we might see online. So this hub, if you will, has been truly magical in our members, our community, really fostering more peace, ease, and grace along this journey called life, regardless of the times. And so momentum is open. And in fact, when you listen to this, we have one week for enrollment to close. So it does officially close on May 11th. So the day after Mother's Day, and that is the first night of our mastermind. All you have to do is just sign up. The link is in the show resources, or you can head on over to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash momentum, michelle dash sorrow.com forward slash momentum. And you can check it out. But it is all about, all around uh, progress over perfection. We believe in taking inspired action over that manufactured motivation. And we believe, and this is truly from my soul, that creating a legacy, that call on your heart, requires clarity, courage, and consistency, which is why we and our our mastermind just don't give up. And it's really cool, actually. There's a mastermind member, um, and I want to give her a shout out right now because what she shared in the love seat on our on our final closing celebration call of the Momentum Mastermind this, this, this past round that just wrapped up was so powerful. And it really was a testament to what I know to be true, what I lead and guide by, what has helped me and kept me on track. And then when she shared it in such a beautiful, Beautiful, eloquent, uh, passionate, certain way was just 
It was very awe-inspiring. So Beth Getz has been a member in the Mastermind for several rounds. She took a break during the holidays of 2019, and then she came back in 2020, this first uh, 90-day round. And she was sharing that, you know, she had, and I'm paraphrasing a bit, but she was sharing that she had struggled in joining the mastermind in the past because she didn't have clarity. And she, you know, I want to say that she was saying she was really judging herself or really feeling defeated and discouraged because she wasn't able to get that clarity. But she realized that she was so wrapped up in the how and and she wasn't just surrendering and allowing for the space of information or inspiration to just come in and guide her next couple of steps. And so what she did this round is she just allowed herself to be open and then she got supreme clarity about what's next. She has a, you know, a lucrative job and she's a mom. And so she was faced with all these new struggles and stresses and triggers in the course of the last 90 days, which so many of my moms and dads who were forced to, you know, pivot completely in your households these past six, seven weeks during the COVID-19 times. And by the way, I salute you wholeheartedly because every single girlfriend that I know and love dearly, I have heard the stories and I've been in it with them. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. So I send some of them texts like, breathe, go in the shower, lock the door to your bathroom and just take 20 minutes bubble bath, put the AirPods on, the earbuds on, whatever it takes for you to get centered and take, you know, minimum 20 deep breaths. So for that, I totally got it. But as Beth was talking about the pivot of like having to be a mom and, a you know, the housekeeper and the school teacher and the wife and, and then of course to take care of herself. I mean, it was it was a real thing, just like I'm sure so many of you are experiencing. And so to get to hear that, but at the same time, she was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going though. Little tiny baby steps. This is momentum for goodness sake. I'm going to really just surrender. And then she got some really distinctive clarity about what really lights her up when she got out of her head and she dropped into her heart. And that's what's possible for everyone. And we heard one story after another. So momentum is a mastermind and it's a beautiful, high integrity, high consciousness vibe uh, and tribe that we would love to invite you to be a part of. So again, michelle-sorrow.com forward slash momentum, or you can just head on right over to the show resources at fireandsoulpodcast.com. And check out that link because we would love to have you join us as soon as next week. So dream big. I got to tell you, this was actually spawned from a podcast that I listen to very loyally. And it's Oprah's podcast called Super Soul Sunday Conversations. And most recently, she had uh, Joel Olstein on. And I just love their their chemistry together. Oprah's so free with him and he's so cool with her. And both of them together, I just love and adore and truly respect. And their topic was also dream big. Now, he is a minister or a pastor, I think is what they call him. And so obviously, I'm not going to be referencing the Bible and Jesus' teachings and things like that. But honestly, it's the same principle. You know, you can just take some of the rhetoric out and use it as your own, which is what I did. I was listening to this to this episode and I thought, ah, oh, I want to come on to my podcast and just share what that meant for me, how I translated it, and where I know some of those pieces and those nuggets have been very valuable for me as I've grown my business and experienced more fulfillment in my life in these past two years than ever in my life. And it's better than I could have ever dreamed of. You know, Tony Robbins says something 
at all of his seminars and he said, you know, most people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year's time and highly underestimate what they can do in 10 years time. And I remember hearing that in the very beginning and not loving it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to prove him wrong. I'm going to totally like, you know, be so productive and create so many results in my first year. And by the way, I did. But the man knows what he's talking about, you know, 42 years later of, of teaching millions of people around the world. And doing these seminars with sometimes, you know, over 10,000 people in it. He, he's seen a thing or two, right? From all different walks of life from all around the world. And I thought, wow, now that I'm a little north of two years of this coaching and training business that I've come to just fall in love with, and I know it's absolutely my destiny and what I'm supposed to be doing, which by the way, going back to that date with destiny, whoo, that definitely woke me up, right? But I didn't know how. I didn't know what, and I certainly had a lot of fears, doubts, and insecurities to say the least. But when I look back now, just two years and maybe a month into this journey, it's grown so exponentially and I've gotten more clarity and I've gotten more courage and more confidence and my impact has become bigger. And that's what I wish for every one of you. See, I think that the people that are magnetized to this podcast have a big dream on your heart and it's probably something different than what you're doing now, but yet the things that have brought you to this show or have brought you to this awareness that you're made for more has everything within it to guide you on your journey. And so the only step that's missing is you've got to be bold and brave one little bite-sized piece at a time. So number one is you got to get clear on what you want. And I'm going to have five points of, of what I'm talking about here in Dream Big. Now, getting clear on what you want is the most challenging part. So don't have it be where you're married to it for the rest of your life. Don't have it be finite. Just allow yourself to be open to knowing that you're made for more, but be willing to be fluid and be open it, open to it changing and morphing over time. Let me give you an example. When I started uh, my journey a little north of two years ago, I thought it was two things. Number one, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. That was the first thought. I didn't know what it was going to be about. And in fact, many you may know, I changed this podcast title four times. Did you know that? Four times. It started with what I thought it was going to be called uh, The Significant Shift. And that's because I was so significance-driven but had no idea. But thank you, Tony Robbins, for teaching us about the top six human needs. And let me just go over those really quickly for you. You can reference this anywhere. You can just search this online. But it's significance, knowing that we matter and that we are enough and that our life has meaning. That's important. Number two is certainty, knowing that our needs are met, like the basics, right? Food, shelter, our health, our financial stability. So certainty, for some of you, it's your marriage, it's your home, it's your job, right? Just certainty. Another top human need, number three, is uncertainty, also known as variety. We've got to have variety and the sort of unexpected gifts and pleasures, even challenges in life. They grow us and they evolve us. And that is an absolute uh, need in our lives. Um, as we continue to go up, uh, the fourth human need is growth. We've got to be growing. I mean, there is a phrase known as if you're not growing, you're dying. And so this, this need to just not be in a fixed mindset, but being a growth mindset, it's, it's why I invest in seminars and coaches and mentors. And I get myself into those rooms because I know what happens. I'm opened up to the blind spots. Oh, by the way, let me go back to the other podcast titles. So after significant shift, 
I'm all over the place, but I'll come back, I promise, to the other two human needs. I thought that that was the most important thing is that so many of us don't realize how significance driven we are. And by the way, those who say that they're not driven by significance are typically driven the most by significance because they're looking for significance around declaring the fact that they are not significance driven. Oh, no, that's not me. And it's like... "Mm." You know what I mean? Let's just be really honest with ourselves. And it's okay. We can give ourselves a little bit of grace and take ourselves off the hook. And remember, nobody's looking for perfection. Everybody's looking for real. But when I realized that significant shift sounded a little bit vague, I was like, oh, I don't know if that's it. And then I thought, oh, I know what it is. The Blind Spot Breakthrough would be the name of my podcast. And... The the blind spot was what others would think of me. That's a big thing that holds most of us back from doing anything that we truly want to be doing. It's like, what would my spouse think? What would my family think? What would my community think? What would my children think? What would my colleagues think if I stepped out and I started doing something? I have a dear friend of mine. She's a um, a very successful film producer and she's been around in all the award shows and all the film festivals. And, you know, she's put out, you know, award-winning films for, for several decades now. And now she's starting her passion of helping people who want to get into Hollywood um, go the high integrity route. She was like, at first she thought, oh my gosh, what would my colleagues think? What would some of my clients think? What would some of my fellow filmmakers think? Would they think that I'm desperate for money? Would they think that, oh, I'm not successful in filmmaking? So now I'm offering up coaching services and, you know, starting a podcast and I'm doing masterminds and things like that for, you know, budding artists, whether they they be filmmakers in the world of producers or directors or actors or writers, etc. I was like, wait a second, that's all around what would others think? Do you believe in what you're doing? Do you know that you can make a difference? Do you know that you can help people forge their path and go further faster by what you have to offer as immensely valuable? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, then let it go. That is a blind spot, right? And that can hold us back and enslave us forever until we break free. Make sense? But as I started to have a couple of guests on to talk about the blind spot, I realized that not everyone wanted to be that honest. And so then I was like, okay, we got to change the title again. So then it became the mindset mashup. And I was like, okay, that's safe. Everyone can talk about mindset, right? The difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset, et cetera. And, and so I actually had that podcast title for the first year. But as I reflected back, remember action breeds clarity. As I reflected back on the first year of this podcast being out and then my program starting to change and morph um, over time. And I noticed uh, that I didn't want to have manufactured motivation. I didn't want to be in the hustle, grit and grind. I had done that for the first year and it burned me out so badly that I was worried that I wouldn't be able to continue. I wouldn't be able to move forward with momentum because I was so overwhelmed with that hustle, grit and grind that I noticed I started to say, you know what, forego, let's forego that guys. Let's move into the ease, grace and peace of a legacy that has no expiration on it. See, if you really know that what's on your heart is truly what you're made for, then there's no rush. You've heard me talk about that many times on this show. So it's like, okay, so then what do I really talk about? And it's like, mm, it's all around inspired action from an awakened soul that knows the difference now. And Fire and Soul was born. And so I started a premier program called Fire and Soul. I changed this podcast from the mindset mashup into Fire and Soul. So that's how all of that shifted. And it only happened because I had taken action. I had been courageous and I had exercised confidence outside of my comfort 
comfort zone. And I didn't worry about, oh my gosh, what would my listeners think? It's been called the mindset mashup for a full year. Is this weird? Should people be doing this? I don't really that many, I don't know that many people that do do this, but I knew it was calling me. And so it's been fire and soul ever since. And we're coming up on our one year anniversary of this podcast being called fire and soul. So that's part of growth. One of the six human needs. Now, the final two are love and connection. That's the fifth. If we're going in order of the Tony Robbins and Chloe Mendonca six human needs, love and connection is obviously pretty um, self-explanatory, but we've got experience, you know, giving love, receiving love and experiencing a beautiful, profound connection with those that we are, that we are closest with or that we would like to be close with. And that when we can really receive that and really foster that for our own lives, first and foremost, I want to feel a love and connection with my own self. That's really powerful. And it's necessary in order for me then to exercise the sixth and final human need, which is contribution. See, if I don't put the oxygen mask on myself first, and if I'm not taking care of myself by, you know, honoring the boundaries that I've actually set for myself, like for example, around office hours or needing spaciousness in my life and being able to really look at like, okay, you know what? It's Sunday. I'm completely off of social media. I'm not going to respond to messages or, you know, like, on Facebook or on Instagram. And I'm going to just allow this day to be for me and maybe my mom. Right now we've been hanging out every once in a while with our mask on and our gloves on. And we do like social distance play dates and things like that. It's really essential. But then that contribution is like, ah, oh, once I fill myself back up, now I'm rejuvenated and replenished. Now I know some of you listening don't have that luxury of a full day off to do whatever you want. But then going back to, all right, close the bathroom door, lock it if you have to, and go and take a bath, right? Put the AirPods on and go in your room and get 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You've got to figure out how to take care of yourself. It's essential, not only in the COVID-19 times, but in all times, if at all possible. And if you're saying you can't do it, then you've got to look at your life and you got to figure out how you can make that happen. And I believe that if we enroll, even our youngest ones, right, that you might be taking care of, of how important that is, and you model that to them, I think you're going to be surprised at how beautiful that outcome can be once you actually take a stand for what's important to you. Then you can come back and contribute to them. So going back to getting clear on what you want, you've got to be able to do that. And I know that Tony Robbins also talks about that that is the hardest thing that most people have to answer is what do you want? But if you're not married to it, and you just allow it to be fluid, that will take you off the hook of like, okay, I'm going to start with this niche, but over a year's time or two years time, just like I described with my podcast, or even going back to my programs that I first launched. See, two years ago, I had my dream, which was a big dream of, I want to run the world's largest mastermind. I want to be like the network of masterminds, the yellow pages, if you will, back in old school days of masterminds and have a platform. At one point, I even thought, I would have a platform where everybody who's offering a mastermind could could put their mastermind up there. And what was the distinction between one person's mastermind over another? And I thought that that would be an affiliate business for me. And it would be like the, the world's greatest thing. And I love leading masterminds and the whole thing. Well... Now, and, and oh, by the way, I also thought that I would somehow become affiliated with Tony Robbins and we would roll out a mastermind together and I would get his coaches on board, etc. I had no idea that Tony was working with Dean Gracios and Russell Brunson for a few years behind the scenes to get a mastermind program 
up and running called the KBB method. And so again, I just didn't know, but it didn't matter because the more action that I took of getting my own masterminds out there and promoted and enrolled in, and I started to see what it was like to experience running masterminds. And while I love it, I realized, oh, that's not all what I want to be doing. And so then my program started to morph. And then I was like, well, wait a second. What about this thing called TV retail that I've been doing for the past almost, you know, nine years at that time? And what if I could teach people the same framework that's been super successful for me and all my clients at QVC and HSN and all these shopping networks and that it's worked for me? If I've launched all of my paid programs, what if I could just teach them that within a framework? And that's what live video mastery was. And so right now we are in our second week of that program and it's been phenomenal. It's been my best turn out ever. Yes. Even during COVID-19 times. Why? Because it's very niche. People are realizing they need to know live video now more than ever. And especially if you are a coach, an expert, or a rising online entrepreneur, and these times have shown you, wow, I've got to start something online once and for all. Well, it was the easiest, most relaxed enrollment that I've ever experienced. And it's because I just knew they would come. And so I promoted every couple of days about it. And I was able to beat my number, my goal that felt really lofty and really, really ambitious when I put it out there, but I knew what I wanted. And so now the same thing's happening with momentum. I know what I want with momentum. And then in just a couple of weeks time, you're going to hear me talk about the podcast accelerator, the only program of its kind that I co-lead with Jenny Media and Jenny, my longtime podcast producer and a wildly popular program that we rolled out for the first time in February. And we were, we were able to launch 33 podcasts into the world by the end of the program because it's the only program of its kind that guarantees a finished, fully produced and professionally edited podcast by the end of the program. We're the only ones doing it, bar none on the planet. Now that is a really exciting thing. So what do I want? I'm very clear. Now, let me just share with you something. So I'm in a training with Jack Canfield and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about the, the various trainings that I'm in right now because it has everything to do with these, these five pillars that I want to teach you. So the number one, of course, is get clear on what you want. In this train the trainer program that I'm in with Jack Canfield, um, and it's a year long training and we were supposed to be together in person in San Diego. I think there's 56 of us enrolled in that program as students and Jack has been a longtime mentor of mine. Uh, he's going to be a guest in the upcoming uh, Momentum Mastermind, which I'm really honored by. Many of you may know I got to travel with him as a result of him coming on this podcast. I got to go to Costa Rica's uh, Rhythmia Life Advancement Center back in November. That's when our bond, in my experience, definitely deepened. And it was from there that I just knew that like, yeah, I've got to be in his, in this train the trainer program. And so as we pivoted, because obviously we can't be meeting in person in San Diego right now. And that was supposed to be all last week. They pivoted him and his trainers pivoted so that we did three days of training on Zoom. Now we're still going to get that full week in person, but obviously things had to shift and everybody pivoted. So we'll meet in September if all goes according to plan. But of course, of course, everything is sort of up in the air right now. And then we will move the second full week because you get two full weeks in person to um, early 2021. So it is what it is. Meantime, they're trying to do their best to take care of us. And so we had these three days of Zoom. So one of the things that we're doing is we're covering the uh, principles of his New York Times bestselling book called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be, is we were teaching one of the principles, number seven, called Unleashing the Power of Goals. 
And so it's all around setting goals. And I thought it was such a great distinction because one of the things that he talks about is you don't want to just you know, say, I'd like to have, or I I want to have, or it would be so awesome if I did have, or I'd be so happy if I could have, you want to change your language to, I will, I will complete X by X. So you want to give a measured time and date or measured quantity and very specific date. So what I did, for example, with the podcast accelerator is instead of just saying like, oh, I want it to be, you know, I want us to have more um, students than we had the first round or another example of is I want to have 50 members in our next podcast accelerator program. Well, that sounds like a pretty good goal, but listen to the distinction. From A, I want to have more students, or excuse me, I want to have 50 students in our next podcast accelerator program to the following. I will have 50 paid students in our podcast accelerator program by May 27th, 2020 at 5 p.m. Pacific. That's a distinction. Huge. And here's why. So if I said I want to have 50 students enrolled in the podcast accelerator program, well, A, I haven't said that they're pay, they're paid. B, which program? Uh, the one you're going to roll out maybe next year, maybe sometime in 2022. When? And by when and what's that date, right? So 50 paid students by May 27th. 2020 at 5 p.m. is very different than I want to have 50 students in the podcast accelerator program. So you want to be very clear. I will have 50 paid students in my podcast accelerator program by May 27th, 2020 at 5 p.m. Pacific. So that's the intention that I'm holding. That's the very specific goal with a measured outcome. So do that for yourself. Get clear on what you want. And maybe that is, I will join Momentum Mastermind to help me get more clarity around what I want. And I will be moving towards that by the end of the 90-day program when we finish late July 2020, right? That's a very different goal. A very distinctive, what do I want? Again, you, if you don't know the exact clarity, that's okay. Take the first step. So getting clear on what you want is number one, is number one. Number two, and this is where you got to get really honest with yourself. What keeps you from getting it? Get clear on it. Now, if you were working with me one-on-one, I would have you take inventory of life, of your life. Number one, of course, we would look at your limiting beliefs, your old, rituals and routines, which might include the, I'm going to be really honest here, the amount of alcohol you're drinking or the crap food that maybe you're eating or the lack of exercise. So you're not changing your state. So you can get back into that supreme certainty. Some of the old rituals, like maybe watching too much TV, too much Netflix or too much news, maybe wasting too much time by allowing yourself to be distracted online. Maybe that sort of old fear, doubt and worry that you're not good enough. Oh my gosh, I don't have the courage to actually do it. Or maybe Maybe believing in an old story of like, I don't know what I want. I can't even get to number two because I don't even know what number one is. I'm going to say right now, you do know what you want, but because you're so in your head about it, you can't surrender to your heart, which gives you access to the soul, knowing nothing other than peace, ease, and grace to give you that first inspired step of action. So get really clear on what keeps you from getting what you want. That's number two. Number three, and this is what I wholeheartedly believe in because it's worked for me, invest in a mentor. 
You've got to understand that if you're working with someone that can model the blueprint, model the success, model the clues of what's worked for them. And if you like what they're going for, if you like, the, let's say, for example, you've been following me and you're like, you know what? She just keeps to, you know, keeps expanding and growing and evolving. And she's got a podcast and she's got masterminds and she's got these other digital courses with these measured outcomes. Well, gosh, I think I could take a little bit of my expertise and I could go and do something like that. And what if I offered it for free in the beginning? Master classes. Well, wow, I want to understand the framework of a master class. I want to understand how to put myself out there on social media. I want to be brave like that. Then you've got to invest in a mentor. That's exactly what I did. So before 2020, I had already invested well over $100,000 in my coaches, right? Mostly Tony Robbins um, and Abraham Hicks and Byron Katie. But it was mostly Tony Robbins for a year and a half. And that was a big thing for me. So you want to get really clear on investing in a mentor. And let me tell you the distinction between a coach and a mentor. This is at least my two cents. A coach will tell you what to do. A mentor will tell you how to do it. And a mentor, by the way, is going to be really, really honest. Now, some coaches are awesome, badass, effective coaches. Really effective coaches are not going to play polite. They're going to tell you the hard truth. They're going to give you tough love. I've done it many times in my mastermind, many times in my training programs. I'm going to tell you right now, 80% of what I do is inspiration and encouragement. But if I weren't honest and I weren't brave enough to like call someone out in the moment with tough tough love, the emphasis being on love because I care too much about their growth than to play nice and tell them what I think they'd probably want to hear based on ego because they're afraid right now. If I allowed myself to play small, then I'm not utilizing my full X factor, which is tapping into my instinct, allowing that instinct to come out of my mouth and to be really brave and be honest. And that's unlocking the next step for them, right? Because I've been there. No matter what anyone shares with me, the deepest, darkest thoughts, the most limiting beliefs of like, oh my goodness, I'm so caught up in the fear right now that I worry if I do that, oh my gosh, I would implode on myself or what would others think or blah, blah, blah. I am that person. I nearly didn't start a hundred different times. Or when I would get brave and put like my sort of virtual foot out there, I would want to like crawl back under my shell and delete that post or delete that live video or like, hey, Jenny, my podcast producer, we've made a massive mistake. You've got to take the podcast down. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not good enough. Why? Because I was comparing myself, my beginning to Oprah's middle. So one of the things that I talk about all the time is do not compare your beginning to someone else's middle. But a coach can talk to you about that and a great mentor can show you how to get through those blind spots, those fears, those limiting beliefs so that you can play a bigger game and you can get after what you truly want. So that's number three. You've got to invest in a mentor. When I look at who I'm invested in just for 2020, let me tell you right now, Panash Desai, and I'm going to be honest with you. He's my spiritual mentor. It was $7,500 to train with him for a year. Jarek Robbins, I've joined his business mastermind. That is $3,600 for the year. It's a group format. It was a phenomenal price compared to getting him one-on-one. And so it's $300 a month. And I committed to a year with him. Uh, Jack Canfield, $15,000 program, train the trainer. And then Allison Armstrong is all around relationships. And I love it because the being an extraordinary, being in an extraordinary relationship, and I'm not even in a relationship, starts with first and foremost yourself. That was 
a $4,000 investment. If you look at those numbers with all of my, my mentors, Panache Desai for my spiritual, uh, mentorship, Jarek Rams for business, Jack Canfield all around helping me to be the best trainer that I can be. Um, and Alison Armstrong all around relationships. That total amount is $30,000. I had invested in those first two weeks of January, 2020. So I walk my talk. I'm in, always investing in my mentor so that why I can bring it back to my students and my clients and the members in my program. So I want you to know that you've got a sister on the path and this is exactly what I'm doing as well. So that was number three. Number four is the reason why I joined those prog- programs as well is because I truly and wholeheartedly believe in what Tony Robbins talks about all the time. Proximity is power. Your net worth is equivalent to your network. You know, you've heard me say this in this podcast and I say it all the time, time in my programs. I cleaned house. When I looked at my friends list and it scared me to do that, when I was looking at the five people that I was spending the most time with in December of 2017, I had to clean up four out of five of them. Why? Because they were broke. They were out of integrity. They were completely in conflict with like who they said they were versus who they really were. The alcohol uh, consumption was at an all time high. It was bananas. And, and I also didn't trust them. And this was a really scary thought because I was like, Oh, you know, if I look at. 20 years of quote, knowing them and like, you know, having this title of best friendship on social media or at birthday parties and holiday events, then who would I be without them? And you may be thinking about that for yourself, maybe in your marriage or in your workplace and certainly in your circle of friendships. And it does require a level of courage that I completely get. But when I was willing to have those tough conversations and some it was around, hey, can we work this out? Can we talk about the hard things? Let's be really honest and do our best to make this connection of high integrity. And when I got sort of blank stares of, I don't know what you're talking about, then I realized that we just weren't at the same consciousness anymore. I'm open to that shifting down the road. And I've shared that on this podcast multiple times. But when I got blank stares of like, what are you talking about? Then I realized this is just not going to be an opening that I am willing to go to. I'm willing to have the tough conversations because I care so much. And I love you. But if we can't even meet there in honesty, then I've got to put this one on sort of the shelf, if you will, the virtual shelf. And maybe one day we'll circle back and we'll be able to pick up and have this brave conversation. But in the meantime, it doesn't serve me anymore to play small and pretend like this doesn't exist, that this isn't hanging in the air, that we're not feeling this sort of low level of something just doesn't feel right. Whether it be, again, a personal romantic relationship, whether that's your spouse or a long-term lover or whatever that is, or a friendship, same thing, or possibly someone that you're in a partnership with in business. And I've had to have those really tough conversations even as recent as last week. And so that takes a tremendous amount of courage. I get it. But here's what happens. Then you get these quote vacancies and I don't want to, I'm not playing light on that. But as I had these four spots open, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, who's going to fill it in? And one by one, as I was living from my high consciousness, my high integrity and giving more, serving more, loving myself more, truly walking my talk, then all of these beautiful high integrity souls started to show up in my life in the male and female format. And it's been so beautiful. And I know what's real. 
I'm so connected for the most part when I'm not overeating or not doing all those things. And when I am exercising regularly, all those things that we talked about earlier, step number two, what keeps you from getting it? When I cleaned up my own life, mind, body, and emotions, and I got my rituals and routines in place, I knew what was right for my soul. I knew what felt expansive. I knew what feels in alignment with peace, ease, and grace and harmony. And you do too. You do too. That, my friends, is what I mean by proximity being power. And then when I think about all of the, um, the amazing expansion that I've, I have experienced, not only in my business, but also in my life and my personal relationships, it's 99% of because I get into these rooms, whether they be actual brick and mortar rooms and venues and going to these events, whether it be Rhythmia with Jack Canfield and all of the beautiful souls, like with my mother and his friends and colleagues from the Transformation Leadership Council, which some of them have become some of my dearest friends now, or when I think about the Tony Robbins rooms and how some of those people have become become some of my closest friends or getting my dad and my sister and some of my dear friends into those Tony Robbins rooms or now into the virtual rooms, right? And so we're all meeting online on Zoom. How beautiful is that? Proximity truly is power. And anywhere where you are feeling deflated and defeated or less than or you're in contraction, you got to get honest with yourself. Again, going back to number two, what keeps you from getting what you want, which is number one. What do you want? Get clear on that. I got to tell you right now, it's probably number two, probably number two. So proximity is power can only work if you're getting into those rooms, if you're having those conversations, if you're starting new friendships and it's possible for anyone. I've got friendships where like I look at my friend, Jacqueline Tapia, who I met at SoulCycle. And we would always ride on the same bike kind of next to each other for a good six months. And then we kind of like started up conversation. And then she joined my mastermind. She's been in ever since. And now, boom, she has invested, you know, also herself in becoming a coach. She's a recovering attorney, as she likes to say. She owned her own law firm. And then through the course of being in proximity one another, getting to share the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within in uh, March of 2019 together here in Los Angeles, and then us opening up more and more and more and us seeing like, oh, wow, we have a really special friendship. We're on the same page. We're like-hearted, like-minded. We speak a similar language. And even those that you don't, you can learn from, right? Remember going back to a top human need, growth. You know, don't assume that they've got to speak your same language, but if their integrity is high and their consciousness is a high vibe and you feel really good around them and you expand in your energy, pause and take a look at that. And that was Jacqueline for me. You know, we have become very close friends and I would now say she's one of my dearest friends. Bar none, she's in that top five. But I had a vacancy there for a while and I had to suspend myself in the uncertainty. I didn't have certainty. Oh my gosh, on my smartphone, who are my favorites, right? Family was there. A couple of close friends stayed, but who else? And it left me with a lot of uncertainty, but that was also a time that I embraced. See, discomfort is the currency of growth. So that allow the more that you can allow yourself to surrender to that concept of uncertainty, which is a top need, the more fulfillment you're going to experience the magic that life is and the more that the universe rewards you. And that brings me back down, back to my fifth point. So gratitude, you know, last week I talked about get a journal and really write down your gratitude for seven days straight. And I asked you to do five gratitudes a day. And I asked you to not just write it down or rattle rattle it off in your head or maybe put it on a social media post, but really feel it. Absolutely 
get one with it. Remember just such a magical moment, a sacred memory in time and allow yourself to just open up to it completely. See, if you can't be completely grateful for all that is right now, it's virtually impossible to expand into more. So the first thing that you want to do is just, you know, whether you bow down to your knees metaphorically or figuratively, that's up to you. But if you can allow yourself to be opened up completely to how blessed you truly are right now. And if your gratitude is so immense that you just, you know, when you're driving down the street and going to the grocery store with your mask on or wherever you may be going in these times, if you are getting in the car or maybe you're walking your dog like me or you're taking your child like around the block to get some fresh air Notice the trees or maybe the clouds or maybe the birds are starting to sing where you are, right? And just be so completely grateful for all that you have and all that you're blessed by. It's so good. So let's recap on the five points. Number one, get clear on what you want. Number two, what keeps you from getting it? Number three is invest in a mentor or a coach. And there are some great coaches out there, by the way. I pride myself on being a phenomenal coach. I just do because I get that kind of feedback, but it's because I know I'm willing to be honest and brave. And not all coaches will just tell you what to do. Some actual coaches will tell you how to do it, but usually a mentor is going to show you how to do it. Number four is proximity is power. Your network is equal to your net worth bottom line. If you're hanging around a bunch of people who are always broken, talking about how broke they are, how scared they are about finances, that stuff gets into your mind. So be very clear on that. And number five is gratitude. Continue in your journey of writing it down five gratitudes a day for seven days straight. Let's do this for a while, guys. I know what magic it brings to my life. And so one of the things that I do is and it's it's just my it's just now such a, a deepened practice that I don't have to just spend, you know, 10 minutes a day writing it down and feeling it for a couple of minutes each, I can actually just be moved as I am listening to music. And I'm like, ah, yes, I'm so grateful to get to listen to this song, you know, on my AirPods or get to listen to Oprah and Joel Olstein talking about dreaming big. The only way that we're going to get to the big dreams that we have is we got to start little bite-sized pieces of action at a time. So be willing to be brave, be willing to pray a bold prayer and to dream big. But again, start right where you are and be so grateful for what you have and then take the necessary steps to get you there. I hope this has been helpful for you, but we got to start to play a bigger game, you guys. We're going to be out of these COVID-19 times before we know it. And what did you do with it? Do you in, Did you invest in a mentor? Did you learn a new skill? Did you make the most out of it? Did you allow yourself to be evolved because of the time to self-reflect? What do you want? You know what you want. Now go get it. I love you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.